thousands of Canadians joined a nationwide march in favor of parental rights, and True North was on the ground. Conservative leader Pierre Polyevre says the Trudeau government's bid to meet with the CEOs of grocery chains is a quote, big photo op. The Indian government is warning all Indian nationals and students in Canada to quote, exercise utmost caution. In addition, India has suspended visa services in Canada. Hello Canada, it's Thursday, September 21st, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Lindsay Shepard. And I'm Isaac Lamaru. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. The One Million March for Children took place on Wednesday, with thousands of Canadians from across the country taking part in the protest. The marches were initially organized by Muslim parents who were growing increasingly disillusioned with school teachings on gender and sexuality. Several organizations have played a part in organizing the protests, including Hands Off Our Kids, run by Muslim activists Bahira Abdul Salam and Kamal El Cheikh. Organizers hoped the wave of protests and absences will, quote, unite people for a noble cause, to safeguard children from gender ideology teachings, sexual indoctrination, exposure to explicit sexual content, and ensuring that parental consent remains paramount. Several counter-protests took place in response to the march, many of them led by union and gender ideology activists, who have attempted to frame the march as racist and transphobic. Further, several progressive politicians condemned the protests as hateful, including Liberal Minister Marcy Ian and NDP MP Randall Garrison in the House of Commons. Mr. Speaker, as Canadians, we should be making sure that all our kids feel safe, loved, and supported. But right now, anti-trans demonstrations across Canada are making this impossible, especially for trans kids. In June, the Conservatives blocked an NDP motion calling on all Canadian leaders to condemn this rising tide of hate and violence. Will the Liberals join you Democrats in condemning this anti-2SLGBTQI plus hate by supporting our motion when it comes back to the House? Will they join us in demonstrating that Canada is truly a country where there's no space for hate? The Honourable Minister for Diversity. And a special thank you to the member across for his work, his advocacy, and his lived experience. Absolutely, we stand with trans and queer youth. And as I reflect on what has happened outside these walls today, the marches that we see, I remind everybody that as a parent, I understand the need for parents to be at the center of their kids' lives. But I also very much understand the need to center trans and queer kids and make sure that they are heard, make sure that they have safe spaces. To those kids, we're with you. We hear you. I have spoken to them across. The Honourable Member. Protests took place in major cities across Canada, including Ottawa, Toronto, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, and more. True North journalists were on the ground to report live from the scene. You can view some of the amazing footage from the protests at www.tnc.news. Isaac, what exactly was hateful about the protest? I understand you were on the ground in Edmonton, and we're seeing politicians claiming that the protest targeted LGBTQ and so-called trans kids. Is that true? 
Yeah, the protest in Edmonton remained fully peaceful. Uh, at no point was there any hate that I saw as a neutral journalist on the ground there. The counter-protesters were, in, in their eyes, protecting uh, LGBTQ rights, trans rights, but the protesters weren't protesting against either LGBTQ or trans rights. They, they more so were were trying to protect parental rights in regard to their children. They even had uh, several chants, one of which was my kids, my choice, that they kept repeating. So yeah, what about in Vancouver, Lindsay? Uh, was it similar? Right. Well, it was very clear from the Vancouver protest that these protests did not target kids who take on LGBTQ identities. Rather, the parental rights advocates are concerned about sex ed content that, you know, we saw with the Saskatchewan Planned Parenthood case. You know, they are directing preteens to go and seek pornography online. They are teaching 14 and 15-year-olds how to incorporate bodily waste products in sexual acts. You know, it's teaching them to be quote-unquote sex positive, which means not making fun of or shaming sexual acts that you think are disgusting. So you look at all this, parental rights advocates simply think that this goes too far. And the fact is, minors are getting double mastectomies and taking puberty blockers because they're convinced that switching genders will solve all of their teenage problems, when the fact is it won't. And now we are seeing more detransitioners becoming adults or getting older and speaking about how they feel they were subjected to medical experimentation, um, such as the case with, you know, a quite famous American detransitioner, Chloe Cole. You know, in Vancouver... The counter-protesters, so that is the the anti-parental rights and the pro-transitioning children crowd, they did outnumber the parental rights advocates. However, I think we need to take into account that there were so many of these protests happening in smaller communities as well. So maybe, you know, the rainbow people all gathered in Vancouver, but we actually saw more pro-parental rights advocates dispersed throughout the province of B.C., and uh, conversely, in Edmonton, uh, the the protesters far outnumbered the uh, counter protesters. It's it's hard to even estimate how many protesters were there, but it was certainly uh, in the thousands. I was I was I have to say blown away by the amount of people that showed up. I, I couldn't believe how many people were there. I was like, holy, there are a lot of people here. And Isaac, what about the Conservative Party? Did they say anything in favor of the protest? Yeah, well, a memo was actually leaked that showed the uh, Conservative Party executives s essentially said to the caucus, don't speak out uh, about this matter. But we did see Lane Higgs, the New Brunswick premier, who was in favor of the protest. And also, conversely, many left-wing premiers or politicians were uh, participating in, in counter-protests. So I, I found that quite interesting. Conservative leader Pierre Polyèvre has blasted the Liberal government's meeting with executives from Canada's five largest grocery chains to discuss the rising costs of food and how they can cooperate to, quote, stabilize food prices. Industry Minister François-Philippe Champagne told reporters, quote, The large grocery stores have accepted to work with the government of Canada. This is a step in the right direction. We'll keep on pushing them. Trust me. This is just the beginning. The grocery store chains include Loblaws, Sobeys, Metro, Walmart, and Costco, and all have agreed to, quote, support whatever measures are put in place to keep the cost of food affordable. However, none of these chains, nor the Liberal government, has yet provided any specific solutions on how the goal will be attained. Despite this, Champagne called the meeting a success after two hours of what he referred to as, quote, difficult discussions. 
Opposition parties, including the Conservatives, don't believe the Liberals' claim that they will be able to make food prices affordable simply by leaning on grocery chains and have called the recent meeting a publicity stunt. Polyevre called the meeting nothing more than a, quote, big photo op, and referred to the Liberals' climate change policies as the real root of high food prices. So, Lindsay, does Polyevre have a point about the government's climate change policies? Instead of these meetings with CEOs, if the government were to cancel the carbon tax, it would significantly reduce the cost of groceries, fuels, and other essential items. It's possible. And I think something we need to be concerned about, um, looking down the pipe, is the Trudeau government's fertilizer emissions reduction targets. So uh, by 2030, the Trudeau government wants to have our fertilizer emissions uh, 30% lower. So a lot of people are saying, okay, 30% less fertilizer, that could mean 30% less food. And so there are concerns from groups such as the Wheat Growers Association that the cost of our staple foods, you know, wheat products, but also meat and dairy, are going to see a large increase in price. And the problem is, if more of us were able to grow gardens or even, you know, have a couple chickens in the backyard, perhaps we wouldn't be so affected by the high grocery prices and we wouldn't have to complain so much. But now in Canada, houses with backyards are pretty much becoming an ultra luxury for only the top earners in the country. So, you know, I see a future where more and more of us are living in these dense apartments and condos, and that takes away our ability to self-sustain and then we become increasingly disempowered and Canadians will just ultimately be sitting around waiting for their $500 grocery rebates from the government because what else is there to do? Is that too bleak, Isaac? No, I don't think that's too bleak at all. In fact, I think that's a, a harsh reality that the nation could face if these proposed laws are followed through. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Indian government is warning all Indian nationals and students in Canada to, quote, exercise utmost caution in response to what it claims are growing anti-India activities and politically condoned hate crimes. The Wednesday statement comes after a tit-for-tat expulsion of senior diplomats, first from Canada and then from India. The statement went on to ask Indian nationals and students living in Canada to register with the High Commission of India in the cities closest to them, so that they can be better informed should they face any emergency or untoward incident. Further, India suspended visa services in Canada on Thursday. The BLS Indian Visa Application Centre in Canada said in a statement, quote, Important notice from Indian mission. Due to operational reasons, with effect from 21st September, Indian visa services have been suspended until further notice. It gave no further details. BLS is the agency that processes visa requests, including for entry, tourist, student, and employment visas. The center has locations in Toronto, Ottawa, Winnipeg, and Vancouver. The diplomatic row started when Prime Minister Justin Trudeau accused the Indian government of being involved in the assassination of Sikh activist Hardeep Singh Nijar. Nijar was an outspoken Sikh separatist who promoted the idea of having a Sikh region separate from India, known as Khalistan. 
He was murdered outside a Sikh temple in Surrey, BC in June by two masked gunmen. Isaac, do you think it's possible for Canada to repair its relationship with the world's largest democracy after this accusation? Or will it take new leadership and a new prime minister in Canada? In the short term, I feel that repairing the relationship with India falls on the shoulders of Trudeau as it's him that made the accusations and the Liberal government has yet to provide any proof to these accusations. In the long term, many Indian pundits and experts feel that it may take new federal leadership and a new prime minister to repair the relationship with India. Right. And Isaac, I mean, there are 319,000 international students just from India in Canada. So that's 41% of the study permits that we issue. So this is a really large feat that, you know, they all have to register with the High Commission. Yeah, I really feel for any international students that will be affected with this new travel restriction or visa restriction. As a long-term student myself, though I recently finished, uh, I, I can really understand the importance of education and uh, I, I hope that no one suffers too greatly from this. That's it for today, folks. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. 